welcome to the Reimagine Podcast, a podcast that seeks to reimagine faith and life in the community as we link, learn, and live together. I'm Greg English, along with Brad Hoffman and Brian Dupuy. Today, on episode 141, we talk about a need for developing a discipleship pathway in our journey forward. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Hey. Hello. Yes, sir. Howdy. Well, and that music uh, fade out there. Yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the slow fade. Yeah, for the afternoon drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, the yeah. winter meetings are over. The transfer por- transfer portals are, uh, portals are all abuzz, and you yeah. have a new addition to your family, Brian. Yeah, we do. Welcome, Cody. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what we're calling? Huh? Is this what we're calling? No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, I thought you were talking about the Cubs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk. We're talking about the winter uh, meetings. You're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was a slow fade. I drifted uh, off. No, yeah, it's fine. That's it's what fine. I, I'm, that's what I thought he was talking about. The too. Cubs. So yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Cody Bellinger, welcome Cody. to the Cubs. I know. I know. Are you How excited about, about it? You know, yeah. It's 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 good. It's good. It's not bad. No, it's not. So bad. you know, yeah. It it doesn't. Uh, you know drastically change anything but uh, but it's always good it's a little see it's like advent it's just a little bit of hope yes yes ooh, ooh, there's something ooh. to talk about uh, yeah through these cold winter months so yeah yeah the winter meetings good. I think that I mean they're only good for banks yeah the cashing in is taking place oh man oh yeah yeah Judge, yeah, staying in New York, killing my Orioles now. So we're in trouble with that. Excuse yeah. us while we banner about sports for a moment. Sure, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not a. That's like I needed to see him way far on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I got to watch this again, hear about this again. We all got to rise again. Oh yeah, you know, kind of. Oh, thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. good for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. We'll see what happens you with the season. A, you knew a big payday was coming. Yeah, and then a local local guy, Verlander. Grew up yeah. around here and yeah. just moved on to the Mets. I found it funny that they, somebody said, he does know he can play for a team that's not a shade of blue and orange. Yeah. So he'll get two uh, years and uh, yep. his great grandkids won't spend that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But uh, so he's doing that. And yeah. I don't know what the Nationals are doing. Nothing, nothing. Um, they uh, got Red Sox. Pitching prospect that board, so okay, um, okay. So um, I think that's about <laughs> it. <clears throat> really, you know, um, <laughs> the encouragement yeah, is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Over here. Get yeah. you, Tom, just really excited. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> we that's got a good. But what about Trey Turner, man? That Trey boy, Turner, that boy, banked. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. He's gone to the Phillies, and we picked up the Orioles. We look. I talk like I'm owning the team. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's uh, right. You're invested. There, I am. We got a pitcher from from the Phillies, and he was good last year. We'll see how good he is this year. Yeah, yeah. That's what happens to us. Yeah. But we got a good team. I mean, we got a lot of young yeah, yeah. young talent. You'll be fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. But so those winter meetings are over and update <laughs> yes. on the transfer portal. What's going on in the world of college athletics is you can get in this portal and you could just move wherever you feel like you should be playing and making whatever money you should be making yeah. as a college athlete. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's mm-hmm. over 700 people within the first, like with- yeah, and last week have entered this transfer portal, and so I'm wondering is this is this an ego issue we're dealing with? I'm not playing here, so I'm gonna go take my marbles and play there because I can. Yeah. Or you're gonna give me a better deal with this money I can make on my scholarships? I mean, right? This is a mess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, it's very I, different. Very different world. I just think the the the, the mental. Uh, what we're putting eighteen to twenty three year olds in. I'm not gonna dive deep in this, but I, I, we're not. 
I just don't know if we're developing. I mean, we're treating 18-year-olds like they're 30-year-olds with a whole lot of experience in in this. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But we've also backed it up to youth sports where we're treating 10-year-olds like they're 18-year-olds. Right. right. It's a mess. Yep. But Coach Prime. Yep. Yeah. At Colorado. And boy, yeah. what a speech he gave. Yeah, yeah. Deion Sanders now yeah. left Jackson. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. State and is now at Colorado. Yeah. Right. And he basically told the few people, the the 50-some kids that showed up for his welcome, he just kept saying, I'm coming. I'm coming. And all you in here with hats and everything else? No. You probably won't be here when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm coming. That's so good. I mean, he laid it uh, out. It, it's a good speech to go watch. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But so Deion Sanders, he's out yeah. there and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, parents of young children, make sure you line up those agents. Yes, yes. I think uh, that's that's key. Do it, now. Yeah. Do it yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. A lot going on. So this is what, ha- yeah. this is what happens in the off season. This is where all the moves are made. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So It does but, give you something to talk about. Yeah. And you... Made a move? Yes. Yeah. Or our son made a move. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. us. We, we're trying to make sure he has ownership of this thing. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, recently we acquired a vehicle. Oh, first yes. time. First time. First time got the vehicle. Uh, he, he's making the payments. Um, we're paying for insurance. Mm-hmm. So we feel oh, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're making a, a noble yeah. contribution. Yeah. I don't know if we come out any better. <laughs> no, but that's enough deal. of a contribution yeah. to tell him I'm driving that car today. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Like we, it we've like already it. done that. <laughs> what was the response? Like I just, he, he went was from cool to nothing. Yeah. It was like, uh, okay. Because <laughs> it wasn't a question. Can we use your car? It's like, hey, mom's going to use your car to drive. <laughs> she had to drive like 45 minutes. And she's like, I'm just going to take your car. No. He's like, uh. Okay. <laughs> no uh, debate back on it. Just uh, no, no, not not so yet. What, what, kind, uh, of, what yeah. kind of vehicle did we? It's a little secure. hatchback, a little little Ford Focus hatchback. Perfect there. car. Yeah, perfect yep. car. So uh, small tires and low good gas. on gas. Little good tires. Gas. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's happy with it, and we're yeah. You know, no, this is, oh, is going to date this. Thing. Yeah. You know, because like when you get your first car, second car, you in high school, that kind of thing. Back in my day, yeah, you know, it was all about the stereo and the speakers. Yeah, you know? yeah. So yeah. it's like, what? Is, so, so what is that a thing today or not? Or uh, I don't think it's a thing today. It's not as much because no. you got your earphones yeah. and yeah, I mean, yeah, you got yeah. IP, you know, yeah, you got you know, everything else. Yeah. So you don't even need. But man, it's that was that, that pioneer. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. pioneer yeah. Kenwood you know, had the cassette had the right speakers. Yeah, for people had, had yeah. the speaker boxes. I had a speaker box in my back. Yeah, I had a Volkswagen Rabbit with a speaker box in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that was a big. That was like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. That made the car. Yeah, because you yeah, could. It ran as long as it's no, not good. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, and when you left the car, you could take the face eventually. You yes. take the face oh, off could. of it yes. and yeah. take it with you, you know, because. Yeah. Yeah. That, like you're fooling somebody. That's right. That's it. right. There's no radio in there. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Uh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's exciting. good. Exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's very are you, excited. So are you more nervous when he's, now that he's driving his car going away than you were when he was taking your car and going away? Uh, no. No. I haven't noticed any okay. any change in that. Uh, maybe I'd rather it be his car than our car. <laughs> But no, no. I, I, it's still no. your insurance, by the oh, way. Oh, it still is. It still is for sure. Yeah. Just no, tell him keep noticed. it clean. Just keep Penny's it clean. Penny's nervous. Oh, he. I mean, he. The, the first day. This is. This is. He's my wife's child because the first day when we got that home, he's like, "Well, now for Christmas, I can ask for some of those WeatherTech uh, 
Oh yeah, Matt's there for my yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's very. He noticed when when she got back uh, from the trip that uh, there was some dirt sprayed up because it was kind of wet. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, he picked that up right away. Hey, so it looks like my car needs a car wash. <laughs> I remember. Funny. Hey, one That's year funny. for yeah. my one year for my birthday, I got this box. Tyler was at the table. Rachel was at the table. Brendan was at the table. Kelly was there. She gives me this box for Christmas. And I open it up, and it's like 12 cans of spray paint. Yeah. But it looked like spray paint to me. Yeah. What do you say when you open up your box and it's 12 cans? Yeah. I'm doing everything. Oh, that's nice. What is this? Blah, blah. And all, I'm like, this is terrible. What is yeah. this? <laughs> well, it ended up, it was, it ended up because I like to clean a car. Yeah. It ended up being the dry wash spray that, NASCAR uses. Oh, so we don't yeah. live far. You know, we live near the Richmond Raceway. You yeah. live near it too. Yeah, yeah. But they had some big deal going on because the race was in town and it was the NASCAR dry. And, yeah. and what you do is you spray it on your car and you just buff it out. I'm, I'm here to tell you. That dry wash yeah. was something. So this is an but, interior. Yeah. This, is, this is exterior. You spray the outside. Yes. And then you, you and then wipe you, it yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you wipe it again. It is premier. Yeah, that's and NASCAR uses it before races and all that uh-huh, to get the uh-huh. car shiny. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I, what I thought was like, why are you giving me twelve cans of spray paint? Ended up being one of the best yeah. car washes I had. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's wow. nice. Yeah, so that's nice. Well, yeah. There you go. Never heard of such a thing. Yeah, when the race is in town, yeah, tell, tell him to I'll, get on it. Yeah. I'll, I'll let him know. He can stock up. Yeah, or yeah. maybe we could get him some. I'm not sure. <laughs> we'll see. You're paying the insurance. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's your line from right. here on out. Yeah, I know. I know. So. Yeah, I'm paying the insurance on that car. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's you choose happen. which way it goes, but you that's the line. <laughs> yep. I keep that in my back pocket the whole time. <laughs> yep. Just in yeah. case. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's talk a little bit about discipleship today. Um, just there's a lot of conversation going on, and, and we've recently gone through a process ourselves. We've briefly mentioned it uh, on the podcast over the past year, and of course, we've had a couple of our friends on the podcast who, who have helped us go through that process. So I was uh, just reading some material last week, doing some information a couple of weeks ago, making some presentations, and it's just interesting about just the real need and desire for a discipleship pathway. Like, there's a true focus, there's a true, I don't want to say step-by-step, step, but there's a, a true formative process that um, I think pastors and church leaders are sensing, you know what, we, we've recognized that we need this. Uh, there was a, a Barna did a, a state of the church report uh, a year, t- uh, maybe maybe a little more than a, a year ago. And some of the stats came out on, on, on this. And this stat was really right before uh, COVID. They got this information from, from church staffing. And at that time, 14% of pastors felt that they had a very effective discipleship or spiritual formation pathway. So very effective, meaning that they were confident in it. They knew what was taking place uh, and working through the process. Uh, 73% responded that they felt like they were somewhat effective. 12% uh, said that they um, did not have a very effective pathway. And then 1% said, I didn't have a pathway at all. So it it shows you, you look at that, you think, well, 73% is somewhat effective, but I don't know if, I think we've been doing somewhat for a long time and it may be revealing to where we are and what we see, what what we've seen in terms of the church, you know, uh, in the last two or three years of of everything that's happened, where people are and what's what's taking place. So uh, that that information uh, came out with with Barner's uh, research. So I just thought today, let's spend a little bit of time just talking about that sharing 
We can share some of our journey. You can talk about it from your your perspective, Brad, of uh, how you feel Brad's actually doing his job. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's Are good. we recording? Yes. That's right. <laughs> uh, so, thoughts just on those numbers, and I and I think they've probably gone down some because we've we we don't we probably we've been a little more unsure in the last year as we've tried to connect people, meet new people, understand where people like. Yeah. And yeah. do we even want to keep doing the program formats we've been doing? So I throw those, I got some more stats we'll talk about shortly, but where do you start with that? Yeah, it's interesting to think about. Um, I mean, again, of the many things that I think going through the pandemic has done, I think, um, you know, it's probably reflected, like you said, in some of these numbers. You're trying to figure out not only where are we and what's what's going on, but what, what have we been about? You know, there's a lot of conversation there. In, in the height of it, of um, you know, what what have we been what have we been focusing on? What have we been chasing after? Uh, do we need to do those things? Is that important? What really matters? Like there there was this whole winnowing down thing that happened. Um, that that now on the other side of it, you know, we're left with okay, where do we where do we go from here? What does this look like? Um, so it's interesting. I mean, those are those are pretty high, especially like seventy three percent said they had a somewhat effective. Right. So, um, yeah, those those were probably wouldn't have been the numbers I would have guessed. Um, you you think uh, somewhat would have been what you think that number is high or low? 70 like uh, or you think that's probably about right? I mean, looking at. Yeah, I think that's about right. I think I think for most it's like, I mean, yeah, we so, you know, it's kind of that that kind of response. And, and um, is is that answer is part of that answer? Yeah. Yeah. We, we have it. Get in our. Children's program, get in our. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what we mean by that? I mean, is that what you would say? Uh, I think for I think for some, it's it's look at the things that we're doing, and that equals discipleship. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I, not all, but I, I think for some, that's part of it. You know, um, we we have these programs, and um, the way that you grow as a follower of Jesus is being those. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, not that that's not true, or it doesn't happen, but. I think that's probably some of it. I don't know. No, I think you're you're right. I think that's part of – I think in in some degree, people just think they have a path or process, and so they've got a few labels or a few programs, and then they think that that's kind of a pathway. And I don't know if it is so much as it is more of just a way to keep people busy. Yeah. You know, which actually helps them – conform or transform to the image of Christ, what does it look like? And I think we yeah. went through that stage, even defining what a Christ follower is and then uh, moving yeah. into the pathway piece. But um, yeah, I think that's where in some people's minds, I think if you do this, this, and this, then you're, you're maturing and follow, you know, you're, you're becoming this Christ follower in reality. Sometimes it's just you're busy with doing yeah. something. It's know. the Plinko version. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. bounce from thing to thing. Yeah. We hope you'll end up at the ten thousand yeah. dollars, but do you, yeah, you yeah. might, you might end up at zero. Yeah. We're not yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 What's the? I mean, as a pastor, Brad, you've you've been at this for a, a seasoned amount of years. Seasoned amount oh. of years. Mm. <clears throat> okay. That's uh, good. That's so the oldest man at the table. That's gracious. That's, that's gracious. Right. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, nearly two in three pastors, sixty-three percent. This is this is Lifeway uh, recently did a um, study on this. Says that uh, disciple making is uh, an area of skill development uh, that they feel like they most need to invest in, and they need to invest in right now. 
So there's an urgency in that. Over the years, is I mean, what have you seen as a, as a pastor? Where have you felt like your investment has been? Because really, within that study, they talk about how pastors are equipped, you know, to preach and things like that. But yet, there seems to be a new desire or burden. Like, and I hear you talk about it a lot. I no, want to see people grow and transform. Yeah, I, I think the nobody was happy with the old metrics, but I'm not sure anything but a pandemic pandemic mm-hmm. would have thrown that out the window and then people have to start creating new criteria by which to measure by because things are different and i think in some respects it has caused us to think back to formation and what it really means to grow and develop um, as a follower of jesus and what's involved with that you know that that um in some respects, it was, yeah, and I've used that illustration of the old, at least in our denomination, they used to have this old um, envelope and they used to check off, you know, you check off if you read your Bible, you gave, yeah. you showed up to Sunday school. And, you know, and if you did those five things, then you were a good church member. You could be a good church member and not a follower of Jesus. And so it's like, but for all those years, we've measured these things that aren't necessarily disciple making. You know, and so I think it's I think for one thing, it's caused us to look at what are the things that we're doing? Um, how can we help people? I mean, my you know, even here, I mean, my desire is as long as people are here, you know, I, I want them to grow in their faith. I want them to be different than which they came in the door week after week after week. But at the end of the day, you know, I want them to know how to grow. And uh, not that not that they just grow, but I want them to know specifically how they do that, and and how can they create a path forward. Um, and so I think that comes back to discipling. That comes back yeah. to more than just tools. That's just that's about how yeah. disciples are made. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a beauty of coming out of a pandemic. I think we're going to have in the next ten years. I think we're going to see a a a much more meaningful, um, discipled, um, missional, um, engaged people in faith, and and yeah. wanting to share that. You know, yeah. um, you know, I don't want to share a program. Yeah. You know, I want to share the relationship. Yeah. And so, yeah. I think I think there's a strong temptation. Uh, we all drift into it some where um, we spend a lot of time telling people what they need to do, yeah. you know, even yeah. as this follower of Jesus, like, here's what you need to do. And, and uh, we spend very little time to showing and telling them how to do that. Um, and I think uh, hopefully um, what's coming out of here, and, and sometimes it's because, hey, well, we have all these things going on and all these. Um, and so I, that takes a little more time and investment to show you the how. Um, so I'm just going to give you the what for now and, and, you know, hopefully it all works out. Um, but to be able to talk about how, how does, what does that look like then? How do yeah, you do that? Yeah. Uh, I, we, we were, I was, had these, this class I was doing and just recently here and a guy um, said at the end of it, we were talking through um, a, a tool for reading the Bible. And he said, you know, I've, I've just never had that explained. Like yeah. no one ever um, told me, Hey, here's a way you could do, you could read the Bible. You know, um, and it was nothing magical. It was just a simple thing. Right. But, um, but I, I think it's it's that that part of it that that can tend to get lost is is the how there, um, and we we focus then on what you need to do. Dallas Willard said that every church ought to ask two questions: What is our plan for making disciples, and is that plan working? 
Yeah. Yeah. We've kind of gone through the process over the last year that when, you know, coming out, recognizing, okay, this is where we are. Yeah. What are some of the challenges that, that, that you would say, or that we would probably agree on that we realized, you know, what, we, we had to ask ourselves that question. Yeah. Yeah. And we started looking at, you know, are we making disciples? Yeah. And however that is happening, is it really working? Yeah. Well, I think we, you know, part of this last year has been um, trying to understand, okay, well, first of all, wh- what do we want to see happen? Like what's the, they call the destination, you know, mm-hmm. what's the destination. And then um, once we understand that, then uh, all right, then how do we get there? You know, in, in the simplest way possible. Um, how, how does a person begin that journey uh, toward that? Um, and uh, yeah, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. Uh, again, you're caught up. We're all caught up doing very good things, but, um, but we don't take concentrated time to think, okay, where are we heading? And then what's, what's the road to get there? Um, and then how do we invite people into that? You know, all of those things, taking a look at all of those areas, um, is it, it, I mean, that's why we're here, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it becomes about other things, you know? Um, yeah. So the, cha- the challenge, what was the, what would you say the biggest challenge was in that? Um, again, I think the clarity of it, um, is, is this clear? Are we clear in, in the destination? Are we clear in the process? Uh, um, the, the tools that, that we're developing, you know, is this, is this clear? That seemed to be come up over and over again, uh, including at the very end, or just recently, uh, we had another realization where we said, oh, this, this actually doesn't make it clear. It actually makes it more complicated and confusing. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's very help. I mean, that's, uh, that's been a guiding part. You know, they, mm-hmm. the, the, they had the saying, um, clarity is kindness. Clarity is kindness. Um, yeah. and, uh, man, I agree. I agree with that. So when we came to the conclusion that, you know, we needed to have something in place that everybody knew yeah. and that it worked through, it worked through every element of the church. Mm-hmm. From zero all the way, yeah, all the way up. That we we recognized that we needed a path that everybody knew. Our challenge was people were coming in, and we probably had nine different definitions of, "Hey, do you have a discipleship yeah. process?" And I would give yeah. one, and you would give one, somebody else give one, and and yeah. we recognized that we weren't clear in our communication, yeah, and it wasn't being received as clear as as you coming in. Hey, yes, we do we do groups. We do it. This is what you want to connect to. This is how you do that. We yeah. went through a period of time where we tried multiple things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and all that is, is just, it helped us recognize the pieces of the puzzle that fit or didn't fit. Yeah. But we did come to a conclusion that we were going to sit down and determine, here's the destination. We want, we want Jesus followers to be. Yeah. And once we started with that, then we brought in children, students, adult leaders, and began this formation process that it took some good, hard conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was, I mean, it's really helpful to have the different ministry areas in the room because uh, the whole time that we're working on this, they're thinking also, okay, what does this look like then? And the people I interact with, mm-hmm. my leaders, what is this, uh, the, the children that are receiving this, what's, what's that going to look like? I mean, and so they're bringing in this different perspective that takes it out of, that's, that's an adult discipleship thing, mm. right? Um, and then it becomes, wait, we're all disciple makers. Uh, so in every area, um, we, we all share in this, 
you know. Um, so that was that was a very that was a very helpful part there, not only for the different perspectives, but to make it. This is what the church is, right? This is what the church does. We want to see our community transformed um, uh, by the love of God and learning to live like Jesus. Like we want to see that. Uh, and so how do we get there at all ages and stages of life? Um, so, yeah. I mean, part of doing that process too is sitting down and determining what do we see are the most, what are the key elements of discipleship? Yeah. Yeah. So we had met some with some other people. We met with some other churches and within this, as we, as we worked along this as, as partners in developing this, although it was unique to each church, all you know, that we were working with, but yeah. coming up with, we came up with, um, four really. Yeah. essential tools that we felt like, hey, this is the key for the path of discipleship for us. Yeah. What what are those tools and yeah. so, speak into them? Yeah. So so it was the idea of, okay, uh, our destination, that is, we want to see a disciple is somebody who's being transformed by the love of God and learning to live like Jesus, right? Transformation, imitation. Um, in every area of life, uh, we want to see that happening. And so what, what are um, some some things to hold on to if somebody is a follower of Jesus uh, that, that isn't magical, doesn't guarantee anything, but they are more likely to move in that direction, to continue to experience transformation, continue to become more like Jesus. Uh, what are some practices? What are some tools that they could use? Uh, and so we, we identify the four of them, um, reading, Bible reading, uh, the scripture, meditation on scripture, um, Prayer, spending time in prayer, uh, having a work rest rhythm or uh, Sabbath, and then uh, the the final one is is living a sent life, being somebody who goes and makes disciples. Um, so so again, churches, other churches uh, developed developed slightly different. They're all very similar, you know. Um, but those are the four you know that we're we're focusing on. That if if you practice those. Uh, regularly as a follower of Jesus, um, then uh, it's going to help in your your development and transformation. Um, so those those four areas, Bible reading, prayer, work rest, rhythm, um, and uh, living the scent life. Yeah. And it wasn't just coming up with those. I mean, they've got pictures, they've got right. pictures to go with it. So, yeah. you know, what's great is that the focus, you talked about clarity earlier. We we had this big thing across this board, and then it just kept coming down and coming down and coming down. And in fact, just yeah. a couple of weeks ago, yeah. we, we we realized, oh, we got a whole nother picture on top of the original picture. It's bring it, bring it, bring it down, down, down. Yeah. And so now the the desire is that is that not only am I am I being discipled through those tools, but I love it that I can draw that picture on a napkin in a coffee shop and disciple somebody else with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the simplicity, the clarity of it. Yeah. So the Bible reading, you know, set it, ours is a plate, set it like a plate, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And eat, that's, eat on it. Right. Yeah. Share it. Tell somebody about it. I yeah. Mean, yeah. I mean, that's those two things really hand in hand in this whole process is, is it something that somebody could use to continue to grow as a Jesus follower? And then is it something they could share with somebody else to aid in their discipleship? And so built in from the beginning is the expectation that not only will you use this tool, but you're going to have, are you in a relationship where you can share this with somebody else? Um, and if you're not, well, let's, you know, let's talk about that. Uh, but the expectation is we, you know, what we want to become normal is I, I want to be a disciple maker. Uh, you know, what we want people in our community context at Cool Spring to be like, hey, I, I want to be somebody who makes a disciple and, and have that be like, that's, that's the culture, you know. 
Um, and so these tools, again, they're not the be all end all, but um, they help in that. They, they, they are a, a way to move people um, toward that destination. Do you think there's one out of the four, the one that is the biggest challenge to live out, to learn and to live out? Yes. Uh, I, I would say, well, it might be a toss up between um, the uh, the Sabbath one. Yeah. yeah. Um, because uh, when you start talking about, hey, you need to let's block off a 24 hour time, uh, you know, um, there's an initial reaction like that's kooky talk, you know, like this is this <laughs> yeah, is impossible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then and then uh, the other part on the the living scent tool, um, especially when it talks about telling your story, I yeah, think I yeah. think that becomes another part um, where, uh, yeah, it takes a little extra grace and and uh, and work there. But yeah. I, I think I think those for me. I don't know if you all. That's the one I was one. thinking. I mean, you know, it's like you think you know the the Bible reading prayer piece is pretty. Yeah. Gen- no, I'll say generic, but it's yeah, pretty, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it should be, it should be routine in our life. Um, and there should be a path and, and the whole thing with rhythm, we should have a rhythm and it's easy to get out of rhythm and, and need to be recalibrated. Yeah. But I think sometimes faith can be so interior yeah. that we forget there's a whole exterior part. Yeah, and yeah. if we're doing the interior, maybe, and then what does exterior look like? I mean, I think, I think that's the beauty of it. You're helping people see and know what that looks like um, for yeah. them and particularly in their context and where they are and yeah. discover that and, and their story. I mean, which is, which is huge. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, uh, you know, when I think about that, it's like, I think, you know, first, second, you know, it's like you can get the first, second, third, you know, you start getting some pushback in the third, yeah. you know, but yeah. <clears throat> the fourth one is where it's like, yeah. um, that's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's going to be the easiest one of all of them, you know. Yeah. But, um, but I, th- I think by and large, as I observe people, living scent is something that's very, yeah, yeah, difficult, arduous. It's, yeah. you know, people, are, it's com- it's complicated for people. Yeah. So, yeah, it does. It, it, you're right. I mean, you, you move from the interior life and then, and then now you're, you're rubbing up against uh, other people. And, uh, that is, that does become more of a challenge, I think. And you do that and, and how you do that. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just like, you know, and the why and the how. Yeah. And, and yeah. is all different. But yeah. So, yeah. but I'm excited. You know, I think it's yeah. a, to me, it puts, um, it puts a description. It puts a path. Um, you know, if you, if you know you're supposed to take a journey, but you have no map and, you know, unfortunately, Waze is down right now. So, I mean, no, it's not right. no, no, no. <laughs> if it were down, you know, it's like you couldn't have a way to get there. Yeah, yeah. But this is kind of a pathway um, for people to discover and live. And and that's that's a beauty of yeah. it. And it's simple, you know. Yeah, I think the communication is, is, clear, is clear on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, 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 you want, <clears throat> I think for, I agree. I think the last two are, I want to say the last two, because what I like about this tool, they don't really come in any order. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I yeah. think I mean, that's this, right. That's this right. is, this is a wheel that's yeah. moving and you're, you're, you're entering in and out either Bible reading, uh, rest Sabbath, you know, prayer. Yeah. Um, living scent. So I think that's another thing about it. It's not a step. It's like you can step in. It's not linear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, uh, but 
I think I think the uh, living scent will be a challenge. I'm, I had a thought, but yeah, it just uh, <laughs> it just you talked yourself out of it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> or you're getting older. You know, you just I'm seasoned. It's your season. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do think we just That's moved right. you to the 14 percent of Brian's job. He's doing. You feel very effective about it. <laughs> so uh, now we're getting uh, ready to launch this thing. I mean, yeah, we spent yeah. a whole year on this. This is not an easy task. No, but, but it was no. worth it's asking. Actually, it's, a little more than a year. But yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. I'm yeah, trying to be yeah. graceful. Yeah. Uh, but That's it is good. a good question. Thoughtful. That, uh, you know that. Yeah. Is it working? Does it work? So yeah. what's the hope forward in this? I mean, we're, we've, we've taken all key leaders through it. All staff have gone through it. Yeah. Now it's getting ready to go into groups and go into a new format of being launched. Yeah. What is the – I want to talk about the hope of it and then yeah. kind of wrestle a little bit about the measurable of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so – you know, like you said, very soon, uh, first of the year, we'll be launching it out, uh, inviting people into this. Come come learn these tools. We're going to have a chance to practice these tools. You're going to have a chance to provide feedback and, and help one another in that in that process. And hopefully it's in a really engaging way um, that people are interested and excited about. Um, so we're going to invite them through that. And, and ultimately what we want to see is at least 40% of our weekend congregation who are using the tools and sharing them with one other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's, that's the, that's what we're looking at here. We, we want to be about that. And we believe that, um, by doing that, um, with the, the leading of the Holy spirit, um, we're going to see, um, People become disciple makers and mm-hmm. uh, see see that shift happening, uh, f- and and see that being talked about from the youngest to the oldest. Um, so uh, yeah, that's 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 what we're looking for here. And these and these uh, should say you know these tools, you can share them in four weeks, you can share them in eight weeks, um, or you can share them in thirty seconds, right? So mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. it, it's all based on context and where you find yourself. Um, but you could do a whole class based on these, or or um, you know, just a quick conversation with somebody asking a question. In terms of learning those, as you said, that it just made me think about it too. What we kind of wrestle with was, okay, as we're, we're equipping people with these tools, mm-hmm. we've made a conscious decision that we're not equipping you in a four-week period of time. Yeah. This is because we're, we we made a decision to try to move out of the mentality of, oh, I went through this four weeks. I got the class. I'm done. Yeah. We mm-hmm. actually are trying to – Take this longer in the equipping, the experimenting, the practicing phase, yeah. so it becomes um, life living for yeah. the person. Yeah, and it's just not forgotten after a four to six week period of time. Yeah, not a knock on all those programs. We're no, just no. choosing. We're choosing to say we're going to try this for a, a good haul. I mean, yeah, between the first tool and the next tool coming out, it's a period of time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be it'll be months between them uh, as we. Uh, continue to bring more people through it uh, and really be able to focus on it. And that was a hard thing. Uh, you know, there was a lot of wrestling going on mm-hmm. with the timing of things and how fast or slow things should be. And uh, ultimately, that's not the point. But uh, but really wanted to be sure that, man, we we don't want to just move on to the next thing and, and punch your card, right? right. And, uh, uh, and then you've accomplished, hey, I went through all four, I got the card, um, give me my free coffee. You know, we, we really wanted like, hey, let this be a part of your life and, and um, let's wrestle with it for, for a period of time till it gets on the inside. Um, so, yeah, it's still hard though. It's still hard. I, yeah. I want to speed it up, do, do one tool a week for four weeks and call it good. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Like, let's just do it <laughs> yeah. all. And, but, but that's it, not the definition of formation for any of us. Yeah, no, no, no. no. It takes time. No, that's not how it, how it works. Um, and I know that, but, uh, 
but I do like to see things move fast. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your what's your destiny? My destiny. You, you talked Ooh, earlier destiny. about you want to see it. Yeah. What's the destiny? What's the goal? What's the the end there? What do you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we want to. It's ultimately transformation. I mean, we yeah, want to yeah. see people transformed. Um, only God can do that. But we get the opportunity to walk with people in the process, and uh, and that's discipleship. You know, meeting people where they are and walking with them where Jesus wants to take them. Yeah. Um, so you made a statement the other day, Brad, that um, I just said, "What do you want to see over the next year?" And you said, I, "I want I want it to be a year of formation that leads to a lifetime of transformation." Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I said, "Did you write that down?" Yeah. Hashtag. Hey. Yeah. I said, no, but you can. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote it down. He will. He I will. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're talking about. So, it, you know, uh, I mean, you look at, you look at the need, you, you, you look at the, you look at some of the data that's out there. Yeah. And it's just, um, recognizing it's going back and answering a question Dallas Willard quoted years ago. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What's, <laughs> we're yeah. called to make disciples. What's your plan? Is it working? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you got to be willing to say yay, nay, or. Yeah. We don't have it at all. Yeah. And it's not the perfect plan. No. We're not, this is not perfect plan in, in the be all and end all of, of discipleship plans, right? I mean. Well, just in the year that the, we've been trying to develop it, we've changed it yeah. at least three times. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of the, the, the phrasing, some of the key components, oh, yeah. some of the drawings that represent it. I mean, it is. And I think over the next year, I, I would still say it's still part of the experiment of saying. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still going to change. Yeah, um, so. and we've seen other churches that are still changing what they're doing. So. Yeah, but it's a good it's a good conversation to have, and it's Absolutely. good to work with your leaders and your groups and where Absolutely. you're at. And there's plenty of resources out out there uh, with that. And just yeah. to you know, um, we we work with the Catapult Group, which was excellent, and you can find yep. them online as well. Yeah, Doug Paul was on two previous episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Earlier on, I'll- Kingdom Innovation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. But he, Doug Paul's a great resource. So, yeah. uh, any anybody interested in that, just let us know. So, that's a year ahead. Thanks for being in that fourteen percent. There you go. Yep. There you go. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, well, good. Well, we hope your week is good. I hope it's forming in multiple different ways as we uh, continue to experience the Christmas season. So, yep. thank you for joining us on the Reimagine Podcast. As always, you can follow us on iTunes, Spotify. Overcast. Download any of the episodes and rate them. Check us out on the reimaginedcast.com website. For Brad and Brian, I'm Greg. Thanks for listening to the Reimagined Podcast.